Welcome to Get Wealthy Wednesdays with your host, Fred Brandon, where we speak with industry leaders to increase the knowledge of building generational wealth while creating a platform for small business owners to promote their brands. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Get Wealthy Wednesday. Hey, how you doing? I'm pretty good. How are you doing? All right. So our purpose here of Get Wealthy Wednesdays is to you know, focus and increase the knowledge of building generational wealth and by speaking to industry leaders. Today's uh, episode is going to be brought to you by More Own Business. I want to make sure I put that up there for you all to see. Make sure you go and check out moreownbusinesses.com, where we promote products and businesses of Black-owned businesses, making it easier to build our with uh, build our community from within. Also, special thanks to Batia Botanicals uh, for supporting the show. Uh, check out batiabotanicals.com, uh, where they uh, they have all of your herbs and herbal needs. Uh, um, yeah, so go check those out right there. Um, we'd like to introduce Atika Watkins to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you uh, for having me. You know, she is, uh, I don't know, she just has so much knowledge. You know, she has, you know, I can't wait to get started. So, you know, if you have a business <laughs> and you're planning on starting a business, she's the person that you want to talk to to get your money right. So how are you this evening? I feel pretty good. How are you feeling this evening? I'm doing great. And uh, I, you know, I'm just glad to uh, be able to have you on on here tonight because um, this is, you know, this is actually a, a series that we're doing, and it's everything that we're talking about, everything that we're doing is talking about, you know, building generational wealth, what we can do to get our money right. Uh, we had someone on here last week, um, uh, Angel Radcliffe, where we we're talking about personal finances. Um, so I wanted to follow that up with uh, business finances, and I know that you are the person to be able to talk to about that. So thank you again for being here. Um, what I want to do is uh, just get a little bit more information about you. Uh, so tell me a little bit more about you and, and uh, what, what it is that you do. Sure. So hello, everybody out here on YouTube and on uh, Periscope and anywhere else we might be streaming to. Um, many of you follow Brandon and some of you are also uh, my friends. So uh, thank you for being out here on tonight. I'm Atika Watkins. For those of you that don't know me that are just coming into the room. And I am the owner of a company called Professional Bookkeepers. And what we do is we manage the books for people who are high net worth, five, six and seven figures. And really, when we meet people at this level, we're simply helping them to create a financial back office for their businesses because they're at a place where they have volume and they're ready to scale and to grow. And so when people connect with me, generally they are ready to go. Most people don't know what bookkeeping is. You should check out some of the job postings I see from time to time. So it's safe to say that this is a good conversation to at least know what bookkeeping um, actually is. And I always tell people that bookkeeping is essentially three things. It is the recording of information, it's the documenting of information, and it also is the reporting of information. And most people, they fail at bookkeeping because they're not doing one or all of these things. And usually where you feel it the most is in your finances, in your pocket, because you're not compliant. So I'm looking forward to the discussion that we can have on this evening, Brandon. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate uh, all of that. Like I said, uh, one of the things that uh, that you mentioned is a lot of people don't know exactly what bookkeeping is. Uh, I guess they, you know, some people say, hey, you know, I took accounting in school, and, uh, <laughs> you know, or something like that. And I think they 
kind of miss the idea of exactly what bookkeeping is, especially when it comes to the businesses. I know that we have a lot of different people um, um, that is going to be on this feed, whether it's, it's on uh, YouTube or on Twitter or Periscope or wherever people are looking from. Um, but at the same time, uh, what what's the difference? Um, you know, like I said, some people just think it's money. You know, it's all it's all, it's all money, right? It's numbers, so it's, it's pretty much easy to do the same thing. Or that's, I think that's how uh, a lot of people grasp it. So we do bookkeeping every day. We just may not call it bookkeeping. We keep track, and women keep track very well. <laughs> All it is is a matter of just systematically having a way to record um, the economic events that happen for your retail company, for your service business, for you know, your product and service business, it is all of the economic events that that give rise to your wealth or to your, you know, to your bottom line, your equity, your value. And mm -hmm. so when we don't have this information um, for our businesses, we're missing great opportunity. We're missing opportunity to know what's selling good. I mean, you may feel like, you know, but we're not miss we're missing the opportunity to know with certainty how well we're performing. Um, how well, how how bad we're underperforming, uh, right. um, if there is strategy that we can build into our business. And this is simply by the information that we're creating every day. So you're creating every day economic events, whether you have an accounting system or not. I usually come out and I talk about the mechanics of things and you can get lost in that because mm -hmm. one thing that people, um, they, they'll say, well, I, I do my bookkeeping. I, I, I write in my register or I do. I put my information into, you know, an Excel spreadsheet. But right. listen, we're in the day of technology. If you haven't experienced that as a part of this pandemic, I don't know where you've been. But we are definitely part, a part of a moving, growing technology movement. And it's going to come to the point where banks won't even lend to you if you don't have your information in a in a digital way. So it's important for us to, you know, just get acclimated you know, to learning it. Even if you don't have a business that's thriving yet, um, you still have to file your taxes. You still are starting up. You may have startup costs and knowing how to record that information, whether it's an asset or whether it's an expense is vitally important. So. Right. right. I, I think that's a, a lot of uh, a, a lot of our issues, especially as, as business owners. Sometimes uh, we, you know, we don't we think we can do it all, especially, you know, if we have Excel, if we have, you know, something that we've always used to say, okay, this is my, uh, this is my expense for the month or something like that. But, you know, I think there's, you know, I know there's a lot of different things that's, that's out there and makes our job a lot easier than sitting there trying to, uh, <laughs> sit there, you know, and like, okay, what, what was that? Or, you know, like these minor costs or stuff like that. We, that's things that we don't really think about okay. that, uh, that, could probably go toward a business expense as opposed to just being something that's being paid out of our pocket. Right. Right. And, and then I know sometimes, uh, especially as a business owner that, you know, we don't, you know, I'll put it this way as a new business owner, mm -hmm. you know, because there's a lot of things that we do that's had our, you know, had our businesses for a long time and we know exactly, Hey, you need, uh, you need more than just PayPal. Mm -hmm. You need more than just cash out. Right. You need to be able to have that uh, that banking institution um, that's going to be under your business name um, and, and the, the ability to uh, separate money and stuff like that. So exactly. Uh, exactly. And I think that the, the one thing that when you're operating at a certain level, then you're then I think sometimes our minds can be a little bit narrow as to why we need it. We don't always understand the benefits of having an accounting system or the benefits of having um, a, an accountant on our team. Yeah. You know, we're thinking I can do it. I can do it all. But there comes to a place where you can't do it all. It, there comes a, a time where you can't invoice every month. It comes a time when you, you might miss payments because you forgot you're juggling as, a, as an entrepreneur, especially when you're building a team, you're yeah. juggling so many things. And if you're doing it all, it's easy to affect yourself negatively, not just missing your own mile markers, but uh, making relationships with, you know, your customers, 
bad because you told them you were going to invoice them. You never sent the invoice. So now you're apologizing your way through it. Like, I'm sorry, I meant to send the invoice. Well, if you, I mean, if you had an accountant, you forwarded the contract over, or if you were using a system that integrated well. See, I always talk about QuickBooks. How many of y'all have QuickBooks? If you don't have QuickBooks, you don't know what QuickBooks is. I'm going to tell you just a little bit. QuickBooks is one of those systems that is very, very user friendly that as you become an infrastructure, as you decide what your tax structure is going to be, whether that's a limited liability company, whether that is a limited liability partnership, whether that is an S corporation or even a corporation, it is one of those types of uh, applications that will grow with you. Not only with it being a web development company, it has, it has relationships with other types of companies like T-Sheets, um, like, you know, different mileage, you know, uh, uh, applications. And so what happens is you're able to integrate these different technologies into your QuickBooks system that will allow you to have more of an automated process so that you're not missing critical things like sending off a contract. And yeah. not only that, sending the contract off and not recording that you've sent the contract in your system, receiving money and not knowing where to apply it. What is yeah, yeah, right. that you, you know, get loaned yourself because many of us invest in our own business personally, or yeah. is it money from a loan that you've gotten from family member from SBA, or is it money from someone who's paying you? And see, when we don't know how these things work, then we could easily be paying taxes on money that has already been taxed <laughs> right all because we don't know how you know this information flows so quickbooks is definitely one of those types of systems that i believe introduces the very very young entrepreneur um into a system that can grow with them can grow with their people you know as they begin yeah. to build. right and that's one of the things i preach um being in a tech world and being a you know a techie. I'm all about automation. Uh, you know, one of the, uh, my companies that I, you know, I created uh, brand new technologies. It's all about business automation. You know, it's, a, it's a about making things a lot easier for, uh, you know, small business owners and everything else. Because like you said, there are a lot of tasks that, especially as a new business owner or a small business owner, we try to do too much by ourselves. Uh, and you also mentioned that, you know, it's, you know, it's about that team building to build that team around you. You know, as a CEO, you shouldn't be sitting there trying to, you know, look at the books all day or sitting there trying to do, you know, send out, you know, mail out whatever, any of your products, you're doing too much, you know, and some of the things that you really are gonna need to do, especially to keep your your, your business tight is to keep that and keep that, uh, keep your money tight, you know, and have somebody to do that for you. Cause after a while, I mean, like I said, I, I mean, I'm a numbers guy, I love numbers, but at the same time, you know, I have an accountant, you know, I'm going to have that person right there. Like, hey, look, this is, you know, this is upon my, above my pay grade. You know, I can't, <laughs> I can't do everything. You know, I think that's one of the things that we really need to understand, especially as business owners, whether we knew small business, you know, you know, small to midsize or whatever it is, you know, to be able to know to build that team um, to try to, you know, alleviate some of that pressure that we have on us as CEOs. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And using your information, because um, what we will learn as a chief executive officer of our companies, you're the face of your organization. You're the one that's building the relationships with vendors, suppliers, other external factors. Um, and the more you're in your office, you know, doing the, the menial tasks, you're right. failing to do what is the greater work, which is building those relationships, having the opportunity to network, having the opportunity to partner, collaborate and do those types of things. So right. um, you definitely want to build your team. And that's one thing I love about um, the system as well, is that if you have grown to that point where you need to you actually need someone to perform the billing function, you can. Right. If you need yeah. to have someone to perform, you know, the account payable function. You can if you want to invite your tax professional into your system to make adjustments that are strategic in nature. You can. Right. Yeah. 
Right. It's, it goes back to that uh, working on your business or working in your business type of, mm-hmm. of role, right? You know, it's like, look, you know, I, I need that time to uh, go out and make those partnerships, go out to those, you know, move and shake, do all the move and shake. I don't have time to put stamps on, on mailers, you know, those type of things, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So how long have you been doing this? You know, I know you, I've known you for a long time, uh, but, you know, and I've always known you as, you know, the bookkeeping strategist. Uh, but uh, how long have you really been uh, in this field? Jesus. So I started doing, uh, I graduated 2001. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been an accountant for about that long. Actually starting, I started in public accounting okay. and then ventured off into manufacturing, ventured off into healthcare, um, private sector um, business. And I always came back to the public accounting But public accountants and public accounting firms are experiencing what some of us smaller organizations are experiencing, which is that people don't see the value in having bookkeeping. And so because they don't, this is you're going to pay a lot. (laughs) You get you trying to get that whole year done within one hour. You're going to pay a price (laughs) for that. I've been doing this for that long. I think when you and I met, actually. Um, I was just launching my business. I had left my full-time career um, to actually get to the place where I want to help. I want to help people that want to build. I want to help people that need the service um, that, you know, they don't have the money to pay, you know, for someone to look at their books and advise. They need someone to actually be hands-on. And so, that's how I actually got started. But I've been doing this for more than 15 years, more than 15 years. Yeah. I mean, I was even going to ask you, you know, what was your motivation? I mean, it's good to be able to work with, you know, some of the, uh, you know, maybe smaller companies or, you know, maybe the, the noobs in the, in the entrepreneurial world that, you know, maybe they don't know, you know, and it's like, you know, especially when you're first getting started and you're trying to uh, build that, you know that, that job. You know that cup, that business credit. Trying to understand where where the money is going, where it's coming from. How much how much are you really making? You know because that you know that's that's what it boils down to at the end of the day. Is like okay, I, I know all this money is coming in and going out, but you know what's my you know what's my bottom line? You know really looking like you know? exactly. Exactly. And I think that that's the area where I kind of I kind of want to dominate because um, there's so many people that need this. Bookkeeping is probably the 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 most menial task. But if you miss it, it it can be the worst. And so um, I, I really am interested in helping people who need to have an accountant. And if you've never thought about when you need an accountant, you actually need to begin to have an accountant. The moment you have an idea, you need to sit and talk to someone, even in an advisory role, um, because the number one question that I get most times when I meet people is, do I need a business plan to start? You technically do not need a business plan to start, but having a business plan is so fundamental. And the, the basic part of it is built off of the financial information. And so, um, you know, most people miss that, but it's very, very, it's very, very um, important to do. So that would be the first introduction to having a bookkeeper or someone that's an accountant. When you're thinking about starting a business and if you're thinking about creating a plan, what does that look like? And someone should be able to pull your information together, formulate it for you so that you can see what it is picturesquely. Tell a story. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Especially, you know, there's a lot of different, um, uh, when you're looking to get into partnerships, uh, mm-hmm. when you're looking to get into uh, uh, maybe some type of co- uh, contracting, uh, mm-hmm. those, you know, that's when like your skills are really needed because sometimes that financial information is something that you need, you need to be able to prove to be able to get into uh, partnerships or get into uh, just say government contracting or some type of contracting um, because they want to see your numbers. They want to see everything that's been going on for the last, you know, three years sometimes mm-hmm. and to be able to gauge exactly what's going on uh, or, you know, whether you're going to be, be, be able to uh, apply for loans or, you know, some of the things that we're seeing right now, especially with 
um, everything that's going on, right? And you know, you're seeing a lot of uh, companies that's offering grants and all type of stuff, and you know, they're they're like, hey, show us your numbers, you know, and you you know, you better have your, uh, you know, you better have all of that stuff together, or have somebody on your team to be able to pull those things together. Yeah, and not only that, being able to speak to them. Right. And understanding the number, because I have a story like that where uh, an investor was looking at one of my one of my first clients, actually, um, to do um, to give money to fund a show. Right. And actually, the investment was not going to be a good investment. It was more or less, you know, my uh, my client would have been working for them. Right. You know. But so we gotta we gotta get over this the, yeah. the, shiny, the shiny object syndrome, right? right? Let me talk to my accountant. Let's crunch these numbers and let's figure out if this is something viable, because it should always be a win-win. But if you don't know your information, if you don't have your information, if you don't have a way to compile the information, you will be bamboozled every time. Exactly. So I mean, one of the things that you know you really need to consider when you're starting that business, you know, as you said, build that team, uh, have a numbers person, have a lawyer, have have those people at your disposal, because sometimes you're going to try to, you may be getting into these partnerships or these agreements or something like that. And, and if you don't have anyone who actually, you know, knows how to do the numbers or actually reads legalese, uh, you can definitely find yourself in trouble. I mean, we see it every day that somebody is either signed a contract that they didn't know what, you know, that they were giving up too much or they were, you know, just didn't know exactly what it, what it meant. You know, they see the numbers, mm -hmm. the numbers, right. And then everything that's coming behind it is like, okay, I've sold out for uh, just like a million dollars, but everything that's coming behind that, you know, you're like, well, exactly. you're getting cheated. Right. Exactly. So, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, that kind of leads me into my next question. Okay. Um, what is some of the mistakes that you see um, a lot of you know business owners, a lot of entrepreneurs make uh, as as in uh, as it relates to uh, bookkeeping or any of the things that you uh, handle? Great question. So the the number one thing that I see is commingling of funds. More people, more times than not, commingle their funds. You're thinking, you're thinking independently. A lot of times, you're thinking, you know, I own the company, um, but you're not thinking about your tax structure. You're not thinking about your formation, and you're not thinking about the legal liability that can be had by commingling of funds. Many of us opt for the limited liability corporation type of formation. Everybody's a, a LLC of some sort and single membered at that. But the number one thing that I see people do that they might not even know that they're doing wrong, like there's no malice in it. They weren't trying to do it wrong. They just didn't know. Yeah. If they co-mingle their funds. So they attach all of their, their bank accounts, anything with their name on it. They're just like, yep, I got a business all this can be attached. Well, what you've done is how you've compromised yourself because right. a limited liability company protects you from your creditors, right? It protects you from people being able to, to sue you personally. Right. But now you're complicating that. You're muddying the waters because now you've attached your per your personal name to your business. Right. And so it's it that's the number one thing that I see people do a lot a lot of times more times than not and again it's not for any malice it's not to you know um it's just they didn't know right. so the one thing you can do for yourself if you if you haven't thought about this before keep business business and personal personal right okay if uh, you're loaning yourself money you know you kind of depending on your structure you probably want to put it in writing right. writing so basic as i want to pull my money back out um at a certain time i'm going to earn interest at a, you know the frequency of that interest or the frequency of the payments you expect to receive from your company you want to do that because i think so many times people are looking at themselves as just a single business you right. should be thinking about a business that people can buy right 
Right. And I think that's one of the things that uh, one of the things that I, I, I learned long time ago. Someone told me a long time ago uh, it, when you're starting and when you start thinking about building a business, don't put your name on it. <laughs> Do not start a company with your name on it. Mm-hmm. You know, because it, you know, if there's going to be anything that you're going to have, if you're going to have logos and all of this stuff, and then it comes into a point where you want to sell your business, you know, you're going to sell your name. You know, you got to you're going to lose a lot of different things with your name on it that's attached to you, mm-hmm. especially and also with uh, legal uh, liabilities because now everything is just tied to you personally. It's your name, it's your everything. So if you're going to start a business, at least have it as a different entity um, than your own personal name. Because I don't think a lot of people, you know, I, I don't think a lot of people think about that, uh, especially yeah. when first starting a business and like, hey, I want my name in lights. I'm like, yeah, no, you don't. <laughs> you don't want it, you know, you can be the, you know, the owner, the you know, founders, all of those other things. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, you don't want to, you know, because sometimes you have to think down the road where I may be wanting to sell this business later. Mm-hmm. And there, and you know, if you're selling your business, you may be selling your name, your rights to your name, and you may not be able to use your name anymore because you sold the rights to it. So, like I said, a lot of people don't really think about that part. Um, you know, it's just like that. Those one small little thing that a lot of people don't really think about when they're starting a business. Exactly, exactly. And commingling also meaning your credit cards, also meaning your your bank accounts. Um, you want these things to have your business name on it. The only thing that keeps you from not being able to establish credit or to establish a bank account is the fact that you don't have those preliminary things in place. Right. But once you do, go ahead and, and establish that for your company and leave your personal accounts separate from your business. Because right. it, it does compromise your position exactly so you know we talked about it uh, a couple of weeks ago i believe you know find out what that duns number is you know it's very important that you understand what that is uh to be able to get that line of credit for your business um so you're going to be able to you know to you know as you're creating that separate entity that ent- that separate entity is going to have its own line of you know its own line of credit you know, mm-hmm. you're able to use it as that one. So make sure you okay. find out what a DUNS number is and uh, go apply for it if you have not done so to date. Um, one of the things that uh, as an entrepreneur, you know, I, and I know um, that, you know, we, we touched on a little bit, especially with QuickBooks, um, is, you know, is that, you know, is that one of the best tools that's out there that we can, you know, that we can use, uh, to, you know, try to, you know, try to get around, you know, uh, you know, hiring a bookkeeper or something like that. Because I know some people may not have the have the funds, you know, and they may not be able to afford you or, or whatever. So, you know, and those type of things, especially with like everything that's happening now, you know, people are cutting funds. People are trying to just stay afloat um, <laughs> with, uh, you know, all of, you know, pandemic stuff going on and just a lot of people not having jobs or you know, so still trying to, uh, you know, keep the, you know, keep everything afloat, keep everything going and then still try to keep the numbers straight. So uh, what, you know, what tools or what things do you uh, suggest that people do for that? Definitely um, a QuickBooks is a solution that is affordable for um, any any organization whether you are just starting or whether you are, um, you know, a mature company. What I love about it is that what you're paying for is your license, right? right? So that's what you're actually paying for. If you, if it's just you and you're just, is totally you by yourself, um, you want to at least have, I would say two to three licenses. Um, You want to be able to, number one, invite your tax accountant or tax professional into your system. You want to be able to invite um, your accountant or your bookkeeper, if you have one, into your system or have the opportunity to do it. But you can start at the most basic of levels. What you need as a CEO to be able to understand is what do I need my system to do for me? If you aren't, if you don't have trade lines and you're not paying your bills, you know, 30, 
45, 60, 90 days out, you probably are paying your bills when you receive them or whenever you feel like it. Right. Mm -hmm. So you don't you may not need um, such a robust system. But if you're invoicing, you definitely want it. You know, you definitely want to have it. The, uh, the second thing that I think is important is having a system that integrates seamlessly with what you're already using. Right. If PayPal is your e-commerce platform, if Stripe is your e-commerce platform, if Square is your e-commerce platform, if you're using Dosado or any other project management tool and those are working for you right now, then don't disrupt what you're doing right now, but make sure that those systems integrate seamlessly with um, with your accounting system. Because an accounting system does more than just report revenue. Those are, those are the type of systems that solely tell you how well you sold a product or service. Yeah. That's it. It doesn't tell you what you spent. It doesn't tell you what the cost of money is, your merchant fees are, your bank charge fees. You know, it doesn't tell you all those things that round out that discussion. It's yeah. just reporting solely to you, your revenue. So but you can use QuickBooks at five dollars if you're self-employed and all you do is, you know, um, you sell uh, products on your on your website. Perfect yeah. solution. Five dollars a month. Yeah. Five dollars a month. Also, so, have a mileage tracker in it for you if you do a lot of traveling in your car or that type of thing. Right. So it, it integrates uh, with Shopify stores and stuff like that as well. Yeah. Shopify. Um, there are a number of different um, uh, time reporting tools that might be needed if you have a staffing agency or you're if you're building what would be your staff, but you're not necessarily ready to pay payroll right now, but right. you need to monitor, you know, your employees slash independent contractors time and you need a way to measure what they're doing for you. Time tracking is there. It's right. just a so the main question you need to ask yourself as a CEO is what do I need this system to do for me? Right. And how does it integrate well with what I'm already doing? Because right. it shouldn't cost you anymore. It's just a connection. Right. Yeah, it's uh, you know, like I said, it's all about the uh, you know, little nerdy talk about the API, right? If the API connections in, That's exactly what it is. you know, exactly, That's exactly what it is. you know, I'm like, all right, well, I can pull this in. You know, I'm using WooCommerce, I'm using Shopify, I'm using Mailchimp or whatever. Any of those things that may be, uh, you know bringing in money or, you know, tracking the money that you bring in. Mm -hmm. uh, and like you said, some of the things that we do, uh, we, we may, uh, we may only be looking at the numbers that's coming in, right? Just say, for instance, we're, you know, we have a Shopify store and we see, um, you know, whatever products that we're selling, right? Mm -hmm. We're selling, you know, we're seeing how much money we're coming is coming in. Mm -hmm. But, um, I'm, I'm guessing that especially with like QuickBooks and, and, and when, when you start having real tools to track exactly what's going on, um, you're going to be able to see, you know, how much money you're spending on shipping, how much money you're spending on, you know, all of these little tedious things, you know, stamps, uh, postage and all of that good stuff uh, that, you know, you may not really, you know, consider to say, OK, this is really what my business is really costing mm -hmm. and not just you know, looking at that, that big number that's saying, hey, this is how much money I made, not necessarily right. how much money, you know, I paid, you know. You you want to you want a, a accounting system and also an accountant if, if you're at that place to begin to have the strategy conversation. Right. That That's when you really, really want to, you know, hone in on bringing someone. You're ready to talk about the strategy of your business. You, you're ready to talk about those continuous monitoring types of things that you have to do all of the time while you're building your business. That, right. That's what helps you to have a more rounded conversation. Knowing that you hit $10,000, $20,000, dollars in sales a month means nothing if the labor costs you 28 grand. Right, exactly. 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 And when do you pay the 28 grand? Is that this month or next month? Exactly. When you want to know the strategy, that's when you really, really begin to depend on your accounting system. But ultimately, $5 a month at the lowest basic subscription level for, for QuickBooks. And then obviously, it's a monthly subscription. It's based upon the licenses. 
and you want to have a bank this is the main thing people get frustrated because they're banking with dinosaur banks right. <laughs> and their bank is no good their bank sucks and you right. just need to move your business somewhere else to right. a, a bank that will allow you to make that api connection to your right. system exactly mm -hmm. so um I, I have another link here is um, that I want to put up here. Is this a way for? Tell us about that link. Uh, I'm not just going to guess. So, so because I know people are not, and I don't want to say that they're not able to afford it. It's just not the the priority for a, a bookkeeper or accountant right now. There's so many other expenses that you have. Um, you do want to have an accounting system and some people do have them and they're not even using them. They don't know the first place to start. So if you connect with me at this link here, what this does is that it allows me to do what I like to call a bookkeeping checkup to make sure that all of your system, all of your integrations, all of your just all of those inner workings that round out your accounting system are set up properly to make sure that your information is feeding in appropriately and a little bit of training there too. Okay. That's great. That's great. All right. So make sure y'all check that out. bit.ly slash two QTR books. Mm -hmm. um, you can go and check that out. Um, she will be able to uh, help you out with all of those things there. Um, I also, while we were talking, uh, I made sure that we knew exactly how to reach you on Twitter and also on IG, is that is there anywhere else that you want people to find you or? Uh, I'm really not out on Twitter. If I just tell the truth, I'm okay. only on Twitter if I Periscope, and I love Periscope. Okay, all right. <laughs> so if you if you catch me out there, that's 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 I'm never gonna give up Periscope. I love Periscope, but right. I'm, you can find me on Instagram and on Facebook um, at the Bookkeeping Strategist, um, and I usually am putting out um, business tips, tax tips. Um, accounting tips um, to help the newbie um, business owner to at least get lever leverage themselves a little bit um, before they hire an accountant. So I love to see you out there. Love to talk to you. Love to get to know you. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're, we appreciate all of that. Um, is there any uh, other things that you want to promote while we're here? Um, I know, I, I know that you uh, uh, sometimes you go live and I don't know, um, what, what days those are anymore? I used to you know. know I, go live, I go live when I when I feel like it. <laughs> if something is high level that I think people really really need to know, I'm going to be training on my um, Facebook page. Um, it's a free training. You can come out there, um, and I use I usually like to walk people through um, some of the things that they should be looking for high level um, in terms of the mechanics of QuickBooks could because see what you don't know is you will mess your books up <laughs> by not finding somebody to help you. And so um, I'm planning to come out here on this Saturday. Um, if you're following me, you'll get the notification, but it really is to help people to understand two reports, the balance sheet and the income statement and what flows through it, what makes it right or wrong. Okay. So please, go and check her out, go reach out to her. I mean, I know a lot of us, you know, try to be independent and try to figure stuff out and try to be cheap. Though this is something that you don't want to be cheap about um, because this is going to be, this is something that can make or break your business. Honestly, you know, this is something that uh, you really need to, you know, put forth the effort, set aside the money for, uh, understand exactly what's going on because you really, you know, it's imperative that you know, you know, where your money is, going you know is it is it coming in is it going you know where you know how are you spending it you know is 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 it a situation where um there's some automation that you can do a lot more things where you're not sitting there you know grinding you know trying to figure out you know what's what's really going on you know it's like oh because i know especially if you have a lot of different things that's going on a lot of different businesses or a lot of different you know things going on at one time it can be very hectic. <laughs> I'm just I just met woman. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> she said she had 15 companies. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Oh my God. But she only had an accounting system for three. 
That is really bad. Because we don't know how the other 12 are doing. Right. So they all might be loser companies. We have no idea. For every company, I tell people this all the time, for every company that you have, you want to have a system for it. Right. You want to have a bank for it, a bank account for it. You want to have credit cards or credit lines or loans for it. For every single company, you don't want to commingle that stuff. Right. Okay. Because ultimately what you need as a CEO is information. How well is this business performing? Right. And it's, I mean, when it's, you know, here's the nerdy side coming out of me. You're going to need those, those metrics. You're going to need those, you know, that, that, uh, that, that pretty chart eventually to be like, okay, what's really going on? You yeah. Know, you know, and that's, you know, that's one of the things, um, you know, I, like I said, last week we were talking about mint, you know, this week we were talking about QuickBooks, but mm -hmm. we really, you need to be able to look at those, uh, look at those metrics to see exactly what's going on to be able to, to find the health of your business or your business um, that you have. And uh, you, you're not going to be able to do that trying to pick this stuff off the top of your brain. Exactly. Exactly. And so Mint is like one of those um, personal right. type of applications that you can export information out and provide to your accountant so that right. they can exclude what's not business or what's personal. Right. I mean, there's so many things that we can do to work smarter. And that's ultimately what I think you wanted for this conversation is for people to know how to how to build a business right so that they can um, uh, build the, the wealth that they're looking for. Something sustainable. You can't do it if you don't know where you're spending money or when your money's coming to you. There's no way. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what you know, what this platform is about. You know, we're trying to figure out a better way to understand money. A lot of people don't know what. They don't understand the dollar. They don't understand how credit works. They don't understand how wealth, you know, we can either start building wealth. Um, so one of the things that, you know, encompasses building wealth is it, uh, establishing a business. And, and as we establish, establish businesses, then it's important that we keep that money, <laughs> you know, you know all, keep all of that money uh, on track to understand exactly what's coming in, what's going out, and have someone like yourself to be able to say, hey, look, this is what's really going on, you know, because as you as we said, it's not uh, it's not a, something that we really want to be doing as a CEO. You know, we're, it's not our job to sit there and, and constantly look at the numbers. As it's, a CEO, you need to know enough to be dangerous. Right. Exactly. No, know what's going on. You mm -hmm. know, that, I mean, don't get me wrong. Know what's going on at the same time <laughs> because or enough to be dangerous. Exactly. You know, exactly. so make sure, you know, because you sometimes you still have to keep, keep that eye. Right. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you got to keep that eye. Real, 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 real story. One of my um, one of my accounts um, uh, hi hired me and um, their previous accountant actually stole from them. See, Just not watching, just not, right. you know, you know, just not paying it any attention. Right. When, when you're at that level where you're just not paying attention, what right. are you doing? Exactly. Exactly. You need to know enough to be dangerous. You need to know when your payroll is being run and when it when it hits. When you're paying your independent contractors, yeah. you know how much in sales are we billing for every single week? How much you know who owes me? Right. When do I need to pay the loan back? You know, exactly. Exactly. you you need to know these things that are like a fine dance. That's right. what it is. It's cash flow management. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah you, you can't go in this oblivious where right? it's just like, oh, I, I have somebody to do that. No, <laughs> you still have to be able to uh, check, check, in. Hey, check the checker. You know, you got you to be able to check the checker. You still got to be present <laughs> for business. Exactly. So, so. yeah. So I, that's, I mean, I don't have any more questions. Uh, I appreciate you for being here. Um, coming on the platform, tell, telling us, you know, exactly what bookkeeping is, because, you know, there's a lot of us that don't really know what's, what's going on. And like I said, some of them was, you know, was just saying, hey, well, you know, I, I'm doing this in Excel or I'm writing I'm writing it down. And uh, it's not, you know, they don't understand exactly, you know, the tools and the people that they really need to have on their team um, mm -hmm. to keep their business in order. 
I think the one thing we need to do, I know you're getting ready to close out, is just not be afraid of the process. I think that's the one thing that I, I run into, um, especially for African-Americans. Sorry, but I do. When it comes to working with us, we just are a little bit skeptical about the technology, especially. We are moving to the place of digital currency. We're moving to the place where if you don't have an accounting system or some form of infrastructure, we will be left behind. It is for us to find the most economical way to begin to add these things to our businesses. If we if not, if we want to scale and grow, if we just want to be viable. Right. And that's I mean, that's I could talk on that subject all day because I'm big into digital currency, Bitcoin and all of that great stuff. I think I have a right behind me. And is a yeah. Bitcoin in Black America digital currency, uh, artificial intelligence. I mean, it's all it's it's all happening right now. Right. And so, I mean, we we talk about these things, these systematic things, where um, these systemic things, where um, we're left out of the conversation for loans and stuff. Well, if we are completely afraid of technology, how, where will we be then? Exactly. And I, and I think that is one of the, and I'm a big advocate of this, you know, for people to understand, to start, you know, pushing the need to understand what, you know, uh, digital currency is, crypto, Bitcoin, all of those things, understand exactly what's coming in because digital, digital currency is here. It's here. Um, you know, it's, it's here. It's here. Technology and that takeover is here. And so if you if you're if your thought process right now is well, I don't really want nobody looking in my bank account, then you need to go out of business because this right. is where we are moving to and it's going to cost you more to maintain it. There's going to be a higher price tag to maintain business for people who don't want to incorporate technology into their business versus people that want to, you know. Yeah, they still got those paper files. Like, it's going to be more. Exactly, exactly, and and I think that's uh that's one of the things that I you know I really stress is the you know the ability to find out about it. You know I, I talk about it a lot. Um, talk about there's like different systems, different coins um, that you know you can start learning uh, now. If you are if you're not if you have not started in the Bitcoin uh, platform yet, if you don't know anything about it. Uh, check me out. Uh, go to uh, fredbrandon.info. I have a lot of information there as well. If you are interested in uh, getting uh, acclimated to understanding digital currency, and uh, because, like I said, it is here, um, and you know it's been here. The thing about it is, a lot of us don't think about it. You know, a credit card is digital. You know, it's not necessary. You know, there's a little piece of plastic that they give you, but that's just kind of like to placate you. It's all it is is numbers moving from one of one account to another. You know, yeah. no, you know so it's it's already been here, but now they're just you know putting a new face on it. And that's bookkeeping too. I mean, if you just broke it down, it it that's when if if you have a credit card company that collects money on your behalf, is that one day? Is that two days? Is that three days? Seven days that they have have in terms of depositing that money into your bank account most people will say oh it goes right in my bank how do you know right exactly i, I got one yeah. question here um let's see let me put it up there should your accountant be familiar with tax law i think if they are <clears throat> that's a great question i think that that really depends on your need as the ceo um and also they don't have to be um the more the more tax information or tax law that they know will only help them to do the bookkeeping better for you if they're not the person that is performing your taxes for you. Right. right. So if they do, it kind of rounds it out for you, but right. they don't have to. Right. All right. Good question there. Great question. Yeah, because I know there's a lot of there is so much to know. You know, especially when it comes to tax law, if, if, you know, I know my accountant has to do a lot of different things. So they have to know exactly what's up with all the tax. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but um, yeah, it's, you know, as you said, it, it's not a requirement, but it's if they are, uh, if their duties, in, you know, in, include 
you know, preparing taxes, then they better know what's, what's really going on, right? Yeah. I mean, and then that's that's a requirement that you can have. I mean, if you if you need that type of um, information just to make you better as a CEO, if you're in real estate, you know, do you know about um, real estate law? Do you know about um, assets acquisition? You know, do you know what becomes a cost of the asset or what? You know, what's just a regular expense? Those are things that you may you may want for them to know a little bit more. Uh, but they don't have to. Right. Okay. I don't see uh, any more questions in the crowds here. Let me scroll back up and see if I missed anything. I think uh, everybody is, is commenting. Um, yeah, I don't really see any questions in there. All right. So, um, but yeah, I, I appreciate you for being here, uh, for taking time out of your schedule to talk about. I was so excited. This has been great. I really appreciate the conversation. The fun topic of money. I, I told you, money is, it makes me smile. <laughs> it makes me smile all the time. It makes all of us smile. <laughs> so I appreciate you for being here um, and, and taking time out of your busy schedule. And uh, thank you for everything. And uh, make sure you follow uh, Atika here on uh, IG and Facebook here at The Bookkeeping Strategist. Um, so uh, if you are not following her, I want to uh, see a whole bunch of follows uh, later. <laughs> and, uh, all right, may, I see a couple people saying done and everything. So that's, that's great. All right. Appreciate all of y'all. Make sure y'all do that. All right. Uh, thank you. Thank you for being here and thank everyone for being here this evening. Um, I want to uh, have y'all join us next week. Uh, you know what? I can't even uh, I can't even describe this person that's coming next week. But um, next week, her name is Courtney Richardson. Everyone knows her as the Ivy Investor. Mm-hmm. She just she she does a little bit of everything. So just come back next week. Uh, we will be uh, talking about generational wealth. We'll be talking about investing in a lot of different things because she has a lot of different components um, to the things that she does. Um, So thank you for coming in here. Um, Checking us out here on YouTube, on Periscope, uh, wherever you're watching this. Um, Be sure to follow me on Instagram, New Network, YouTube, and Twitter, all at IMF Brandon. Um, If you uh, enjoyed this show, um, be sure to uh, support the show via Cash App and uh, Cash Sign More Owned, or you can donate via crypto on fredbrandon.info. So um, thank you for everyone being here. Y'all have a great night. Thank you for being here, Atika, and I am going to cut on out of here. See you later. Bye, everyone. See you. Thank you. No problem.